Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, sit here. Thank you. Hey, I saw that. You gave up your seat for the woman with the oxygen tank. Always showing your good side. Know how else you could help her? Donate at Griffles Plasma. Because she also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to get where they're going in life. And that feels really good. Become a Griffles Plasma donor and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's forward out of Welcome, everyone, to episode 21 of the Rassel and Addicts. I'm Matt. This is Sal. How's everybody doing? Fresh off Survivor Series, huh? Finally, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanks. It's always always a nice tradition. It is. And, you know, first, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I enjoyed it. It goes by fast, you know. goes by fast it goes right into christmas and then <laughs> before you know it it's new year so you hit the nail right season. on the head you hit the nail right on the head because yeah. it's even this is the type of this is the time of year that really like picks up and everything starts moving faster and nothing slows down and then before you know it like you're saying you know it's the new year and yeah so and I think what actually might make the end of the year drag is that Survivor Series is the last pay-per-view slash PLE event for the year. Yeah, I, the, I from what I heard, the day one is not happening. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a big build-up to Royal Rumble. You got about you know, almost two months. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of buildup that you can do within those two months. And, you know, I would assume they're going to up, you know, the uh, Raw shows and SmackDown shows, make them a little feel a little bit more important, maybe, um, especially since you don't have a pay-per-view for two months. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, SmackDown hasn't really been the show that it used to be. Oh, see, I'd see it the other way around. 
Oh, yeah? I see it where SmackDown might be the best wrestling show during the week. Raw is Raw's good, but yeah, three hours is too much for me. I mean, I feel like that's just a too much of a lazy answer. Oh, three hours, you know, it's so long. But, you know, it's it's a lot. And I think even Triple H at one point said, you know, three hours is, you know, it's hard to book. It's not easy. So, uh, yeah, but I would describe, I would say SmackDown has been the A1 show in all wrestling right now. I mean, you have the Bloodline, you have Bray Wyatt, you have Imperium and Gunther. Ah, ah, that's tough to beat. I think it's, I don't want to jump too much into it because I know it's yeah. going to be a topic. When, we'll, we cover, when we talk about Survivor Series, we'll get into it, yeah. Yeah, so, well, I'll put a pin in that, and let's talk about Survivor Series. It was this past Saturday, and I just wrapped up watching it do the, you know, being busy uh, today, and it was very entertaining for me. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, you know, there were some misses, and... Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll start at the top. We'll start at the beginning. The women's war game match kicked it off. It was Bianca's team, which was uh, Mia, Alexa, Asuka, Becky, Becky. and Bianca mm-hmm. versus uh, Damage Control, which was Damage Control, Bailey, EO, Dakota with Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross. And I thought it was good. I was entertained, you know, and at the end of the day, that's what it, that's what matters. But I think the ladies did a great job, you know, to kick off the show and to kick off the first war games on the main roster. What'd you think of it? I, I agree. Um, you know, I was doing coverage on the show. So doing coverage on war games is kind of, it's difficult in a way just because, you know, the first part of the match, all the competitors are locked up in their cages. So you got to say, okay, this one's coming out next and that one's this, now this person's entering. So from a coverage standpoint, it was a little like, okay, there's a lot going on here. We're like, what do I, what do I tell people that's going on right now? How do I describe this? But um, I thought it was a fun, solid match. Um, Becky is just, I mean, when Becky got in there, the, the crowd just went insane. She is such, such a star. I mean, she is. in all of wrestling, uh, you know, not even just women's division. Like she's just in all of wrestling. She is just on top of the mountain, really. You know, she's a big star and, you know, Bianca's right next to her too. She's the crowd was going crazy for her too, so I thought they did a good job. There, there were a few minor criticisms I could have gave them on this. Um, I thought the weapons were a bit much. Okay, I just like every person. I felt like every person that came in next. Okay, I'm gonna go grab a weapon too. You know, Nikki Cross starts it off with a kendo sticks and I think the uh, lids or garbage lids or whatever 
it made sense for her to bring in weapons because she's kind of like that psychotic, you know, yeah. character, and she's crazy. Okay, I, I could buy that. She brings in weapons, but then, you know, then you have people bringing in tables and ladders, and it's just like, but but it's but it's war games. They have, I, no, they have to go. You know, it's. I, I, no, I get it, but it just felt like every person that entered. It was like it was almost mandatory for them to go and get a weapon. I, I, I wasn't crazy about that. And then it just kind of felt like there was a lot of standing around, like waiting for the next spot, and just like they didn't know what to do with the rest of the time, so they just kind of like stood there. Yeah. It did so. It was minor criticisms, but it just I thought the I thought the match itself was pretty good. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, I, it was obvious who was winning. You know, you mm. knew that, you know, Bianca's yeah. team was winning it. And, you know, now it's like, where does everybody go from here now? Almost, because... That's a good question. They're all on Raw, you know, which leads to what we're going to yeah. talk about later. But you have all 10 of them are on mm-hmm. Raw. And now it's like, Okay. Bailey had how many chances at the Raw title? Didn't didn't yeah. win it. Now you have Becky back. But now you have Becky and Bianca as faces, and I think it's only a matter of time before the tag titles are on them. Yeah, that'd be interesting. You um, know, it's because it, it, you almost you almost always have that to where it's, you know, Two two good guys, two good girls, and they're both either one's a champion or one's going to be going for the title. And it's like a Shawn Michaels, uh, John Cena, right? All that time I, back. I, yeah, they got they got some time to think about it. You know, it's two months. Yeah, so it's not like you really need a solid contender for the belts of the pay per view because it's in two months. So, um. They have to do something, though. I know they're They'll not do doing something. It yeah. needs to be like a special or like build it up to where I it's... could see them trying to buy, um, buy into maybe Nikki Cross, give her a title run or uh, not a run, but a title shot. Yeah, kill Former some champion. time. Yeah, kill some time. Um. It'd be interesting to see what they do. I don't know where what route they go. Maybe Rhea Ripley. Give her the shot at the Rumble. I feel like if if Rhea's going to go for it, it mm. should be at at the Rumble. Unless I, Rhea. unless Rhea wins the Rumble, but then it's like you also have to add Charlotte Flair into that equation because when is she coming back at the Rumble? Is she winning the Rumble? Do they bring her back? I don't know. I mean, do they bring her back tonight or one of these weeks on Raw? You know, that could be a possibility because, well, we'll we'll save the. She's the... she's desperately needed on the blue brand. Yeah, I was it, it can't it can't be Raw. You can't have all four of the horsewomen on Raw. Yeah, it, you can't. We'll get it. we'll get to that because yeah. I, I got a lot <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> but I, you know, this was a fun opener. Um, they did a good job. I thought they the crowd loved it. Listen, the 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 crowd, the fans bought tickets to see War Games. 
Yeah. You know, they that's what they bought tickets. You know, the added everything in the middle was almost like an added bonus. These these people bought tickets to see war games. And I kinda wish I went because it seemed yeah. pretty cool. The two rings mm-hmm. never never been to one before, but you know, it's I saw a lot like how you weren't really a fan of everyone grabbing, you know, weapons. Yeah. I saw a lot of, you know, Twitter people like war games with no blood. How is there no blood if you're going to war? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Listen, end of the day, created company. it's a TV show at the end of the day. You yeah. know, like it's they're putting on a show and you know they have people to answer for and if mm-hmm. and if you want you know all these people if you want to you know sign the buck sign punk sign all these you need money you need revenue and you can't lose sponsors because you want to have a little blood you know in a cage match so yeah blood is unless it's done the hard way in WWE that's not yeah you know. and and I, I'm I, fine I see with where it. they're I see I see where they're coming from cuz it it does add to it but I don't know. I just think it's different times, different era. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's a different world. AEW does it. That's fine. Let them do it. You know, they they can do it if they want to do it. But it, yeah. Like it's nothing to like lose sleep over. It didn't no, take away not. from the match, either of the matches, and I don't think it really would have added anything no. to it and you know like no. nothing really happened to where it was like oh you know that guy should be busted open or it, it, no it would have added maybe to the men's one but not a lot you know it's just blood but you know what i think barely for the men's one because just and we'll get to it but the story oh yeah within it's, that match alone is yeah you know it's, it's perfection the academy awards should have a category yeah. for for this because it was just it's top notch if you ask me. Yeah, it doesn't you don't get better than that. But I'm happy Becky Lynch is back. Yes, today that's huge. She's I mean, like I said, she's not even just a huge star in the women's division. She's just a huge star in general. She is. You know, she's just a huge star in wrestling. So to have her back, that's that's pretty big. And it looks like it's the man. Gimmick again. She's back. Yeah, uh, she's back in the baby man. face. Back as baby face was the way it should be. You know, agree. Fans have been cheering for her for years, so keep it. You know, let's keep it that way. Baby face, baby face, Becky. I I like it because it's not like like a guy like Rollins or Orton who could blur the lines yeah. to where yeah. I feel like it's harder to do that with the women's division. Just for how I don't want to say it's not weak, but it's definitely lacking star power overall. Yeah, I, I think she works as either, but I prefer her as a baby face. Yeah, same because people want to cheer for her, they don't want to boo her. No one wants to boo yeah. Becky, you know, they all want to be cheering for her and they want her to be, they want to get behind her, right? You know, it's but it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting because it's mm-hmm. gonna happen when it's Becky yeah. and Bianca. Who are they gonna cheer for? 
Who do well, the people I mean, want? You know, it happened at SummerSlam, and it was kind of a mixed bag. You know, it, there was it was kind of divided, and I think if we see that again, it'll probably be divided again. But I don't think. I, I'm curious to see where they go. The whole the women's division is, it's a like just like everything else. It's of just you you can't really predict it. Yeah, so you, you don't know where they're going, and that's why I like most about this new regime because they keep me guessing. You know, you, we really don't know what the next step is. And I and you know what I love that too because it's like why would why do you want to watch something where you know what's going to happen. And I think that was the problem for years because, you know, for years you could say, okay, well, we know what's going to happen next month. You know, this one's going to face that one. And then from there we're going to go. So it's a much different time. Yeah. And that's why Survivor Series is so successful. I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but most successful Survivor Series they've ever done. Yeah. It was. It was. And, you know, I, it was a good card. You know, they started with the women's war game. And then I think they went to AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Yes. And excellent I, match. I'm going to call Anthony out right now from. Oh, yeah. What was that about? From Scoreboard Addicts. Because as I was watching the AJ Styles Finn Balor match, you know, they were going down AJ's accolades and they were saying how he was only a two-time WWE champion. I'm like... Well, he was, I, in fairness, he was the champion for a year. You know what? And that's great and all, but it's like two times? That's well, so I hard mean, to how hot potato, you know, the titles used to be, aside from what's been happening with Roman. Right. You know, and and he won his second one only because Brock Lesnar didn't want to fight Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So who even knows if AJ would have got another run as champion if I don't Brock know. didn't want that? This win for Styles, it was his first singles win in three years on a pay-per-view. Which, when I was doing coverage, I saw that and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. like This is the first win in a singles match for AJ Styles in three years on on a pay-per-view it just it kind of blew my mind but I, you know i thought about it and i was like well you know he's kind of almost went under the radar in a way he kind of did and um you know they put him in that tag team with omos and they had him win the tag belts with him and they had a few pay-per-view matches with that which I forgot was, about that <laughs> yeah I, I like to forget about that I try to block that stuff out yeah that happened and it just, it, 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 he's just been kind of, I don't know, Vince, like, lost interest in him. Like, did I, or he just didn't know how to use him after he won the title. I, I don't know what happened there, but I'm glad to see he got this win moving in the right direction. The OC is back with him, which is perfect. Uh, AJ Styles and Triple H should be I think it should be back to what we knew AJ Styles as. I thought it was good. This was, I, honestly, other than the War Games matches, this was a match of the night for Banger. You know, it's, and I feel like they're so, and like, AJ Styles is, is phenomenal. You know, no pun intended. He's one of the yeah. best in the world. He did it all over. TNA, New Japan, WWE. He's 
literally done it everywhere and everywhere. And to see one bad match, and to be honest, I forgot about the match that um, Troyes is taking his you know feelings with, or whatever you want to say, how he's making this determination that AJ Styles sucks because of one bad match. And I had I to go back match. and look. I don't know what match. 2019 Royal Rumble when he fought Daniel Bryan. I didn't remember that being a bad match. I, you know it what? Was a, it was good. I didn't remember it being a bad match either, and I looked it up. And maybe it might have been Bleacher Report. I don't remember the website. But the match got a C rating, <laughs> which was really funny because, like, that would be the one – you can't make your – determination on on one match it's like with baseball yeah you can't say one guy's bad you can't say garrett cole's bad after after one bad start you know because what he does the rest of the year or in the past matters and you know and that's also during a time when aj wasn't being presented probably the way he should yes he had the belt for a year but you know that's when eric rowan came back and he lined himself with Daniel Bryan. So it's not like yeah, things it, were really cooking on all cylinders. It was still, you know, I I just feel like someone like AJ, you could have, he could be placed better than where he was. Yeah. Um, I think he's one of the best workers on the roster. Agreed. You know, I, he's up there. He's one of my favorite people on Raw, you know. Um, he's a great worker, you know. He can go out there and put on a five-star match. You have to have the right opponent for him, and Balor was the right opponent for him. Balor's great, too. Yeah. You know, he's up there with, you know, uh, as an in-ring performer. But Judgment Day, I think it's it grows on me each day. That whole faction is growing on me each day. I, in the beginning, I was just like, ah, okay, it's just there. It's it's all right. Now it's starting to grow on me more. I liked it with Edge because it seemed different. The song is, is a banger. And I just, I wanted, and I tweeted this out earlier today. I wanted to see just where it would go with Edge. Because Edge is a guy who is a veteran who knows about getting ready for the future. And I feel with having Rhea and having Priest in that group, it was preparing, you know, for the future. And he didn't like where we're going to go, you know, with Vince wanted to be like more paranormal or whatever bullshit that that was. Kicked him out of the group and the feud between edge and judgment day has, I don't think was that good. You know, it just, it felt it started, you know, he was hurt. It stopped, you know, they got Beth involved, you know, the I quit match. And now it's like, like, I don't want to see any more of that, but I know it's not over yet because, you know, edge has to come back and get his payback for what they did to Beth. And well, yeah, I would love to see a match between Rhea and Beth. Oh, God. That would be – that's a match I'd love to see. 
that's what I want the payoff to be. I don't want to see another edge Finn Balor, another edge Damian Priest. I don't really want to see Dominic in the ring until he gets better. But to hop you around a to little have bit. Him there. You have to. Not in the ring, but he needs to just be there to be that just annoying heel. And I love that. Yeah. That's I love that. where he's good. They're, they're going to put him in the ring because he's Rey Mysterio sucks. That's like why he, they're going to put him in the ring. I think he's still a little green and he needs. No, he is. He needs. Listen, call it what you want. He needs to bulk up. He For the See, people he's in the ring that. with. I just think he needs like more skills. I just think he needs to go to NXT, learn him a little, a little bit. Like you know, he's taller than Ray. You know, he's more. You know, he. I. To me, he just needs more. He just needs time. He he needs time, and you said something that I was thinking about too. He's taller than Ray. I don't think the Lucha Libre style that he's trying to do, which was a mix of his dad, both his dads, Eddie and Ray, I don't think that type of in-ring work is for him. He just, he doesn't seem comfortable in a way. Like, it's cringeworthy to see him do the three amigos because you could see that it's the other guy doing everything, helping him get there. When, When it was Eddie doing it, like, you know, it was yeah. Eddie fucking Guerrero, but I like Dominic. I like the character. If the payoff is going to be a match between the both of them, maybe, but it's oh, just, that's what it's be. I don't want to see Edge deal with that group anymore because I feel like it's, but I know they're not done. So yeah, it's I think like we get it's, one more match. I think we see one more match out of them. I don't know if it's going to be a combination of Edge and Beth versus Finn and Rhea or something like that, or uh, maybe even Edge and Beth versus Dom and Rhea. I don't know. But but we're going to see one more match with Edge involved and Beth involved. But hopefully after that, we could close the chapter on that book. But then it's almost like what happens now with Judgment Day? Where... Like, and I think it goes back to the titles are clogged. Like the tag titles by the Usos holding both of them. I feel like the tag team championships would be great for Judgment Day to have more feuds or to have different feuds. Because, okay, I get it. The feud with AJ was to get him to join the group. You know, get his brother back. Right. You know, AJ, you're by yourself. The uh, the good brothers come in. The OC, boom. Right. So now they're now they're all together. And then before that, with Judgment Day was, you know, they took the group over from Edge. You know, they were feuding with Edge and whatever. Now it's like, okay, now what? You know, Rey Mysterio is on SmackDown. You know, he doesn't want to fight his kid, and he's uh, hurt. And he's hurt. Yeah, we saw from that fantastic Thanksgiving oh, video. So good. I think it was viewed almost like 10 million times or whatever, but awesome. And you know what? I like that because I feel like that was Triple H's doing 
because I saw that, you know, Dominic posted a picture of his girlfriend on social media and everybody's like, oh, kayfabe, kayfabe, like commit to the storyline. And then he responds by with taking Rhea to Thanksgiving dinner and being the shit out of his dad. Fantastic. That's why Fantastic. I say you do more stuff of like that with Dom. Keep yes. him out. He, you know, if he, you know what, if he wants to have, do you want to put him in, have a match, have, make it two minutes, have him beat a jobber or something like that, you know, put him in there with, I don't know, like uh, Drew Gulak. I put Drew Gulak in there, have <laughs> Tom Mysterio just beat him in two minutes. I don't know. But um, yeah, that was, that was great. But you know what's not so great? And it's probably WWE's biggest problem right now. And, and we're Ronda not Rousey. the only. Uh, say it one more time. Say it one and more that's time. That's Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is. I just. I don't. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't because. You know, they bring her in WrestleMania 34. The big, it was the talk of the wrestling town. Oh my God, Ronda Rousey, finally, finally, she's going to have a match. Had the best match on the show. I couldn't wait to see it. I, I was, was like, there. wow. I was yeah. there. Great. The place Great went match. nuts for her. Yeah. The place and went nuts just, for her. Everything was going in the right direction. You couldn't get it wrong. And here we are. And it's kind of, you know, Ronda Rousey was on this card. And it, kind of like nobody cared like it was almost like an afterthought like oh yeah Ronda's on the card oh okay that's nice like it just was I think she's lost some of her star quality I can't believe I'm saying that because it's Ronda Rousey but I don't think she's as big a star anymore I agree with you and I don't know I don't know why. I don't know if it... Listen, you know what? Daniel Bryan, when he was the champion with his eco-friendly world title, he said something, and it's so goddamn true. These fans are fickle. Oh, that's a part of the problem. They're, they're fickle. When she first came, it was exciting. It was new. It was great. I loved it. I loved the, you know, the possibility, the different matches that we could have, you know, and then WrestleMania. I, I'm not blaming WrestleMania 35 and her being pinned when her shoulder was up. That's right. not even that because you know what? Liv Morgan beat her. So it's not mm-hmm. like they were trying to make her undefeated and not be pinned. You know, Liv Morgan beat her, I think, what, three times, two, three times? Yeah. And I'm not knocking Liv Morgan, but it's not Becky Lynch or Sasha Banks. So I think it all comes down to who the fans wanted to win the Royal Rumble this year. And it wasn't Ronda. And being that Ronda did win it, they were – because look. I don't know if it's that. They even just... shitted on the Brock-Roman match at WrestleMania. Yes, um, Roman was hurt. But, or got hurt during the match, but no one wanted Brock to win. But Brock got himself over by, I guess, 
by being by having a different gimmick. You know, it, I feel like it's the same thing with Ronda. You know, she's terrible on the mic, and Horrible. putting her with oh. with Shayna isn't helping. They should be a faction, but you know what? Throw a Sonya Deville in there with them. She knows she could talk on the mic. She's mixed martial arts. You know, give them. I think I might have said this before, but put them, put the three of them together. Ronda is like Brock. It's best when they don't talk. It took Brock how many years to finally be able to cut a good promo? He had to grow a ponytail, a beard, and wear overalls for people to go weep shit for him on the mic. Yeah, he had some good moments, you know, with some witty one-liners with R-Truth during, you know, the Bro- and even with the Brock party when he had the Money in the Bank briefcase. But that's Brock Lesnar. You know, he's he's a bigger star than Ronda Rousey in the wrestling and MMA world. So yeah, for me, that, yeah. for me, Ronda is, she doesn't need the title. And she said she doesn't need the title. But the title's on her, and I don't know if if it's her in-ring work that, you know, decreased when she was out. I but, think it is. I, I think it's Shotzi the... wasn't that good either. Yeah, but you can't – I don't fault. I, I'm happy she got the opportunity. That's a big opportunity for – I mean, she's facing, you know, she's facing her on her out for the title at Survivor Series, so good for her. I agree. I, she just didn't have – the right opponent. I don't know. To be completely honest, I don't know why this match was on the card. I don't know why. I don't understand it. You could have put, you know, you could have replaced it with um, a Bray Wyatt segment. Why was Bray Wyatt not on the show? I thought for sure Bray Wyatt and LA Knight would have done something. I know they're trying to, they're telling a story there with them, but I thought we would see something with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight or I mean, of either even a Bray Wyatt promo would have been better than this match. I mean, the, the match wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst match I've ever seen, but it just it was just there. Yeah, it was just like okay, well, Ronda beat Shotzi. What's next? You know, it's just and, and I, that's I the problem. And I think because it was a Ronda match, and Ronda has a lot of negative energy being directed towards her that's probably why everybody was like who gives a shit about this about this match it was like because and you also you know Shotzi's not winning no no in the world thought she would win you know especially she lost you know Raquel in her corner so it was like it was a throwaway and even Triple H you know said it on the um on the press conference, yeah, they're in a tough they're they're in a tough spot, you know. Yeah. And I get it. You have to showcase. You have to showcase Ronda. You know, you can't. No, I get if, it. If she's gonna be an everyday superstar, that's the problem too. Yes, she's. There's no way she should be on every. That's why she doesn't feel special anymore. That's why she I, doesn't feel like a big star because she's there every day. She's there every show. So. I say just take title off her and give her Goldberg deal. Have her come wrestle, you know, three, four times a year. You know, have her show up, you know, ten times a year. 
you know, why is she why is she showing up every week? Is she's that makes her feel like she's just any other person now. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why Roman doesn't show up every week anymore. Cuz they want to make him still feel special and feel like a big star and you know, highlight the times that he is on the show. So they got to do they got to just if if I'm Triple H, just take the title off her and just do a uh, just keep her off TV for a while and try and figure something out. You know, maybe have her train a little more or put her with give her a manager, a mouthpiece to just talk for her because it's not working. I cringe anytime she talks. Cringe. She belongs in a stable too because she shouldn't be wrestling every week either let alone be on TV all the time. Like she's that type of talent where it should only be like on pay-per-views and yeah. And, and, and that's it. And maybe, maybe a shakeup to Monday night raw because seeing her on a three hour show compared to a two hour show might not be that bad to where it's like, Oh, her again, Rhonda took up 15 minutes on a two hour SmackDown. Terrible. Compared to Ronda taking up fifteen minutes on a three-hour RAW, I get why they. I get why they're using her, and I get why they're putting her in the position that she is. She is, you know, she was a big star. She was the bi- She was the biggest female star in the world a few years ago, and now it just feels like I don't know. I feel like, like oh, the specialness is gone. Yeah, it's like, oh, Ronda's going to be on the show. All right. Well. <laughs> and that's 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 where the specialness comes off because nobody's looking forward to seeing Ronda right now. All, my opinion, all world heavyweight champions, Roman, uh, Ronda, and Bianca, they should not be on the show every week. They shouldn't well, be. I would say I, Bianca has to be because just it's just she's a big star, but you want to get you know you can't just keep all your big stars off TV. You need to you know for ratings and ticket sales, you have to keep them on TV. But somebody yeah, but like, a, they like do... a Roman, like a Roman or a Ronda, shouldn't be on TV every day. You just shouldn't. I they mean, could be, you know, the champions can be in dark matches and stuff, but the, but the. I mean, for me, you have so many, you have so much talent, and this is a great time to showcase, you know, the lesser titles. Like, the U.S. champion is the guy on Raw. Roman's only on SmackDown. He's never on Raw. And when he's on Raw, they bill it as a big deal. Right. So if you just if you just do that all the time with your champions, because your main champions should also not be losing matches during during the weekly shows. Oh yeah, no, they shouldn't be. But um... it, it's too much overexposure. I feel to where like look at the women's war game. All ten competitors Monday Night Raw, which is terrible because if you just put like if you put Mia. And Alexa on SmackDown, that opens up to more matches. Put Nikki Cross on SmackDown. I wouldn't mind seeing Nikki Cross and Ronda Rousey 
to be honest, because the unpredictability of Nikki Cross can lead to, wow, this crazy chick can actually win. But no offense, Shotzi, I don't care that she beat five other people on on SmackDown. To me, it's not a legitimate challenge for Ronda. And, you know, you could tell it was a throwaway. No, it was a throwaway, right? When Shotzi won, you could tell it was a throwaway. I mean, if it got any rub for her, you know, she was in the ring with Ronda Rousey for the title. So it, you know, I want to say it, it elevated her a little bit, you know. But it, the SmackDown Women's Division needs to overhaul. They need, this is where they need, you know, Charlotte. A draft. They need, they need a draft. They need to no, revamp God, this no. shit. Well, oh, no, because please. it's. No drafts. But here's. <laughs> they never follow them. But they hear if they do, then then they here's the thing: if they're not following the draft, that how come everyone's on Raw, or if like well, how right come now, they don't they give just, anything to SmackDown? Right now, they just throw that they just threw their hands up, kind of with the, you know the brand split stuff, and they just say, okay, we don't really care about this anymore. And I, to be completely honest, I don't really blame them because you know we're getting fresh matches matches every week, so I don't really care. Just you know, make it make sense. And I think they're making it make sense. If it's going to make sense, then I feel that you could pluck some people from Raw to put on SmackDown because it's just, it's needed. It's needed. Yeah. And uh, SmackDown needs overhaul. It does. And just want to drop while we're talking about it. Ladarius, what up? Um, with Darius saying that he's agreeing that, uh, with what I was saying earlier, that you can have your champions on every other week, I would be fine with that. And you know what? Not for nothing, I would be okay with that too. And that's only yeah, I'd be beca- okay with that with Roman. Roman. I'd be okay with it with, with Roman, which he's doing now. Ronda, well, number one, I wouldn't even have Ronda as champion, so you know, <laughs> Bianca needs to be on every week. Uh, that you know, she's it's early in her career. I'd keep her on every week. You need to have one of your champions on every week. Okay, but I- I'll agree with that. Title, the U.S. title too. You can't have Austin Theory. You know, they're trying to rebuild Austin Theory, so you gotta, you know, you have to have him on every week. But the Roman one definitely, which is what they're doing, and Ronda shouldn't even have the belt. Okay, Bianca, as the face of the Raw Women's Division, I'm okay with her being on every week. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a meaningful story of what's happened. Right. So for, to have that, I get. Um, Austin Theory, listen, you know, I am a big Austin Theory fan. If you take Randy Orton and John Cena and put them together, you get Austin Theory. Yeah, he's the body he's type, very the, good. the charisma, the in-ring ability. He's young. He has the cockiness of Orton. He has the fire of Cena. I think Austin Theory is a future night two WrestleMania main eventer. Oh, without a doubt, he's. Very good, and we, you know, it's the next match on the card too with uh, Rollins 
Lashley in theory for the U.S. title, and this was another great match. This was like Be- before it, we get it, into it, that it woke real the quick. Crowd up. Sorry, it did wake the crowd up. And before we get into that, I just want to take a quick break because we haven't done one yet, and I got to throw those ads in there so we get some sort, some sort of revenue. Because as you can see with my camera quality, it's going down. I need a nice backdrop for the new place that I'm working, um, <laughs> filming, and so. Hold on a second uh, for you audio peeps, and we will be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And we're back. So thanks for that quick break. Hopefully um, you all stuck around. But just to talk back real quick before we talk about the probably one of the matches of the night for Survivor Series was a triple threat match. Just to talk a little more about the champions being showcased. Ronda, I agree. Um, She should not um, not be champion. And, you know... um, Ladarius is agreeing as well. Uh, Ronda's the only champion by process of elimination based on the state of the women's roster on SmackDown or lack thereof. And then that just uh, continues with another uh, comment Ladarius dropped saying that SmackDown needs to call up some NXT stars like Toxic Attraction, Cora Grade, and Roxanne Perez. And just to get off topic. I'll agree with Toxic Attraction. I love Cora Jane. Holy smokes. Smoke show. It's like someone took Paige and AJ Lee and just (laughs) made like a hotter version of them. And boom, Cora Jade. I like Cora. It's too early for her right there. Yeah. Toxic attraction. Yes, please. Get them on. I know we just said SmackDown needs them, but Toxic Attraction has a Monday Night Raw type of feel. I need I need Corey Graves freaking out when they come out. I need him <laughs> to get excited. Bring Mandy up. Um, have her drop the title. You put Mandy and Toxic Attraction on Raw. Move Damage Control slowly to SmackDown. And then you know what you could do? You have three ch- new challenges for Ronda. You have Dakota, you have Io, and you have Bailey. You know, have them all challenge Ronda and or and this is if you keep the title on Ronda, but there's just so if you if you bring those guys up and put them there, make a few shuffling changes, great. But if we're not gonna focus on the bland on, on the brand split, then I wanna see like you were saying, like Nikki Cross. I wanna see her hop over. I wanna see Mia, I wanna see Alexa. 
You know, I want to see Asuka. Give me Asuka and and Ronda. Get them out of the tag title division. They're not they're not a tag team. You know, yeah, Asuka I, is a former Asuka was undefeated for over a year almost at one point. And to lose to Charlotte Flair at that WrestleMania where Ronda, you know, had her coming out party. You know, it's just so I feel like the options are there if they're not going to focus on the brand split like they said that they are. But if they are, then you need to beef up SmackDown. And if you are going to have Ronda on the show, or if you're, I'm sorry, if you are going to have Ronda as your champion, less is more. I get it. That, And you know what? Then you make Gunther the fucking guy on SmackDown. Make him be, you know, the ring general. And maybe put the tag titles on a SmackDown team and make them a little more important. This way, SmackDown has a female champion representative when Ronda's not there. Because I don't want to see a, I do, but not yet, a mid-card title for the women. Oh, God, no. Because not yet, but... Yeah, I, I, I just, I can't take any more titles. Then they just... They're gonna if they do that, then there's gonna be like because the tag titles are basically a mid card title. Yeah, it's a mid That's basically what it is. And if you add another one to that, you're just gonna muddy the water, and it's gonna be turned into AEW where there's a hundred thousand titles, and you don't know, you know, it. You don't know who holds them. You don't know where they are. It's just. And then when you don't see them on TV, it's like, why'd you make them champion if you're not gonna? Yeah, it's just, you know, people walk out with 20 belts and it's like, okay, well, that's nice. Um, Yeah, you know, I just, like I said earlier, I would just have Rhonda, have her be an attraction. May Try and make her feel special again. Because right now she doesn't. She doesn't feel special right now. She doesn't feel like a big star right now. Have how, her. How would you do it? On a gold. I'd have her on a Goldberg schedule. But how would you get her? But how would you... She needs... Okay, so... Like, Brock became an attraction and Goldberg because people want... Well, not so much Goldberg, but with Brock, people want to see Brock. You know, his music hits. People go crazy. People jump up. They're excited. It's shock and awe. But it wasn't always like that. It took him, you know... Being yeah. away for the COVID years, he wasn't really around after the WrestleMania COVID. And, you know, after that, you know, when he came back to confront Roman, people went crazy because yeah. Paul Heyman was with Roman. And it was like, it was only a matter of time before this happened. And when it did, you know, people went crazy for it. Well, at first, they went crazy for it. You know, maybe there were too many matches between them and it got watered down. But now Brock, when he came back to confront Lashley, people didn't give a shit about the Roman Reigns feud. They're like, oh, yes, Brock is back and he's doing something new. How do we get Ronda there? Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Because it's the fans are just most of them are disinterested. You have to find a way. Put give her a manager. Find you know, I don't want to say Paul Heyman because he's with the bloodline strictly. So yeah, that's out. But 
just have Ronda be herself. You know, just have her go out there and beat people up and beat people up the way she knows how to. It just, it's hard. I don't know. Ronda is a tough one to figure out because, you know, the fans were cheering her at first, then they weren't, then they were again. Now they hate her, they despise her, she can't work, she can't do a promo. I just think she's disinterested. And the fans see that, and now they're disinterested. <laughs> I just, I would just, this year, get the belt off her. They're probably going to do some at WrestleMania. And after that, I would just tell her, you know what? We'll only, we're only going to use you three times a year. We'll use you for Mania, a Saudi show, and oh. SummerSlam. That's what I would do. Figure from now to Mania. Figure it. Figure it out. Make something worth watching, and then after that, just I would just tell her, you know, three times a year is fine for us. You know what? I don't think that's enough for Ronda, and it's like a double-edged sword in a way. It's like wow, the SmackDown division doesn't have any star power and then I'm going to go ahead and say you know what should happen someone should take the title off her in an open challenge have it be unexpected have it be like what we were saying earlier when AJ beat um, Jinder Mahal completely shocked it was a random smackdown overseas wasn't supposed to happen do something like that but I feel like you need to beat Ronda down to where she she can't be seen for a couple of months. Let her finish the year not being on TV, not being on SmackDown. Give it some time to get her mind off of it. And then have Charlotte come back at the Rumble. Have Ronda come back at the Rumble. Charlotte eliminates Ronda. Ronda loses. Charlotte wins. And Ronda does not go for the title at WrestleMania. Instead, that, yeah, we get like a Becky Ronda uh, feud because people need to care about Ronda for Ronda to get a reaction. And I feel if Becky and Ronda both don't win the Rumble, Charlotte wins the Rumble, Charlotte goes for whoever she wants, you could have a match a women's match because it's two nights now where no titles on the line, but it's redemption. It's Ronda's redemption to where, you know, you never really beat me. My shoulders were down. You know, if anything, Ronda could even be like, you got your success over a moment that wasn't even real. Let her be real about it, you know, because they could go at it on Twitter, but that's just picking up your phone and tapping some keys to get on a mic and to sound confident with what you're saying and doing, I feel like the perfect person to do that would be Becky. Do something like that. And you know what? Have Ronda beat Becky. I know it's probably not going to be what people want at right now, but if they put on a good match and Ronda gets her redemption, then maybe, you know, that could get her back into the eyes for people to care. Because 
I don't care either. And I liked Rhonda. You know, I, I liked was her waiting for years in. for her to come. Yeah. You know, when she's throwing tri- when she threw Triple H at WrestleMania thirty one, I think, in in San Fran when there was her and the rock in the ring. I think it was supposed yeah. to be Rock and Ronda at WrestleMania 34, but they had to settle for Kurt Angle. Yeah, you know, which like, was—I mean, it was—it was, it was uh, the best match of the night. That was the match I was looking forward to the most. And and we need to get Ronda back to that. that. And you I know. think, listen, I think it could happen. Enough, listen. I don't want to be too critical because I know how it could sound especially when it comes to the women wrestlers. But, you know, when she's a heel, she, like, paints her face like the black swan and is walking like, like old pouty. Yeah. When she's a face, she's smiling and, and waving. That's the part of all – that's the part of the problem with Ronda. She just – it's – nothing works. It just – it's almost just forced. Everything feels forced. It doesn't feel genuine. And – that's part of her problem. She's just not genuine out there. The promos stink. The in-ring action's okay. It's not horrible. But I don't know. It, it just, I don't know. Maybe just have her, for the time being, being a, I mean, she's the women's champion. That's the problem. But to have her be in a tag team with Shayna. Just have them be a tag team together, do some tag team matches. Uh, we said I'm just very disinterested in Ronda right now. We said earlier about Becky, uh, like it's hard for the women to blur the lines like an Orton, a Stone Cold, or like um, right. Maybe Ronda could do that. I think Ronda could be the one female wrestler they have that can be the tweener to where. You know, yeah, listen, but the, I'm just here to kick ass. I don't give a shit about you. I don't care for you. Put me in the ring. Let me fight. And yeah, I'll stand the, up for what I believe in. The people you just mentioned, like Stone Cold and The Rock, they could talk. And Ronda. Yeah. Yeah, that's the just, problem. That's the problem. She just. Well, maybe she she's talk. able to be comfortable. Then she could, you know. Look at Brock. Look how long it forget Brock. Bobby Lashley. Look how long it took him to come into his own. They had him with Leo Rush. I love that pairing, by the way. They had him with MVP, which was also good because they're real life friends. He's a good talker and, when he's a baby face. Now when he's he a come, good talker. Comes, yeah, when it, he's yeah. a good talker when he's a baby face. But as a heel, it, it you know. I don't know. His heel problems are okay, but it's better when somebody else is doing the talking. He's just standing there looking badass. I agree. And yeah. you know what? You know what? It's... You know what's badass? Austin Theory. <laughs> yes, my my new number one, my current favorite in the company right now is A Town Down, Austin Theory. We I didn't tweet it out. I don't know. It was terrible. I don't know why I even bothered asking you because I wanted to put our predictions. I wanted to tweet them out. I was trying to like put our faces on the match card and who we wanted. 
And then I realized that I don't have your face and the one I had for my face wasn't good. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I was like, fuck it, whatever. But that was the only difference that we had in our predictions was I think you said Rollins to retain and I picked theory. Yeah. I would have been happy with either or, but Austin theory, I think match of the night. Yeah, it it was it was a great match. Um, <sighs> I I put it Styles and Balor is above that for me, but this one is it's not too far behind. This was this was great. I mean, it, the finish the finish you know was interesting. Uh, it didn't really land that great, but hey, they got the job done. Theory, new U.S. champion, and I think with the know, finish, it, it didn't make anyone look weak. Yeah, like, like who yeah. eats that? Just pin the way then? it was executed. Who eats the Lashley pin? with is the it, spear, and then it, yeah. it kind of just like fell. <laughs> but well, who um, who would have to get the pin there? I know it's a triple threat. You know anything could happen, but you don't want Bobby I, Lashley taking the pin. And, and you, you don't want, want... taking the pin either because he's just over to a level that nobody else is on Raw right now. But and I think that's why he sense. took it. Because yeah, it makes sense because you get some heat on Theory. He he needs it. You know, it just there's something about the finish that just didn't feel right to me. But you know what? Two two weeks ago they put Theory. They said, oh, his career's over. Triple H doesn't like him. He's got buried. He's done. Well, look at him now. Where are all those people now? <laughs> Triple H even said it too in the press conference, saying that um, Theory, was, yeah. his career was dead two weeks ago. He's like yeah. ready to walk on water now. I don't yeah, want to – I don't want to say Triple H hated Theory. I think he hated where Vince put Theory. Yeah, he hated Vince's version of him. He hated the Vince version of Theory with the selfies and the the comedic version of himself where he took nothing seriously. And now look at him. He's serious. He's unbelievable in the ring. Got the great look. And, I mean, he's a future main eventer. He has quite possibly the worst failed cash-in of all time. Oh, there's no doubt. It was horrible. Of of all time. And I don't, and U.S. title? I don't care who's holding the title. I don't care who interfered. He wasted the money in the bank on the United States Championship. I know. Oh, it's never been done. Whatever. But you know what? That is a distant memory right now because the way he looked in the ring with Lashley and, and Rollins... And how he's been dominant on Raw ever since that failed cash in. He's he's the guy on Monday Night Raw. He yeah, is. I, I think the a dude. month from now, nobody's going to be talking about the Money in the Bank. No briefcase. Nobody's going to. A month from now, nobody's going to be talking about it. They're going to forget about it. It's not going to. It's just going to be in the past. Theory's great in the ring. Great promo. You can't go wrong. You, you can't. really can't go wrong. You can't. So, um, I was wrong. I picked Seth. 
And, you know, my theory behind, no pun intended, my theory <laughs> behind that is it, it just was, it's, I feel like Seth just got it. He just got the U.S. title and he's so over. And I just didn't think they would drop it that fast, but they're on a mission. They're on a mission to make right with Austin Theory. So it makes sense. And it got the biggest crowd reaction of the night. I mean, people were either booing, cheering, shocked. Shocked. I love that too. And I think that's why they probably did the finish the way they did for that shock and awe. Like he was going to win anyway, but for what? It was the, the superplex. Then what? He went to do the Falcon Arrow. It it was like uh, yeah, and then Bobby speared him. The finish, I, the the thought of the finish was pretty good, but just the way I think I don't know if they just landed weird. Like the execution of it was just like yeah. I look back and it was like a little like awkward. I don't know, but the thought of that finish was pretty good. It it got the job done for sure. And... Yeah, it got the job done. That's all that matters. And I'm interested to see where it goes from here because the last few United States champions were good guys. They were faces and they did the open challenge. I I got one idea and I mentioned this during my coverage too. Some people said they were interested in it. Austin Theory, Johnny Gargano feud to the US title. That's where I would go get Seth and Bobby it's time for them to focus on Royal Rumble. You know, let's start that now. You know, like, okay, you know, we're going to be in the Rumble in a few months. So build up to that a bit. Build up to that. They got bigger things to worry about than the U.S. title. I'm sure maybe from now till then, Seth or Bobby gets a rematch with Theory. They got some time to kill, so do that. But if it was me, I'd put Theory and Gargano in there. Have them feud for the U.S. title. I like that because at first I was very, very intrigued to where this Dexter Loomis Miz feud was oh, going. God. Because you thought it was with AJ at first because, you know, Loomis was going after Styles. But now it it's dragging on way too long. I think they just didn't know where to go with it. And I think they were just doing it on the fly and it was just like, oh, you know, okay, we'll do this this week. And next week we'll do this. And I, after that, I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, and that's not um, the... And I feel like there's... It's past this point. You know, Loomis wins tonight. Let it be it. Let it be done. And, you know, and with Theory being the heel, all he has to do is brag to Gargano. He's like, within the time since you've been on Raw, I've won this title twice, and you've done absolutely nothing. There yeah, you go. There's a lot Boom. of stuff they could go back and forth with. They have a history with NXT and the way and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, it makes the most sense to do. And you know what you could also kind of do if you're going to keep Keep them on, uh, on Raw together. Bring up Indy. Bring up Indy Hartwell. I, I don't you know go- why she's not. And that's just another fresh face for the women's division. 
and it, you could just shift people to SmackDown by by bringing by doing something like that. So who knows, you know, where they go with that and like what they do next. But before we get into the main events, I want to take a quick break and then um, maybe I could try to delete these spam comments that are coming in on the YouTube and uh, we could talk about Roman, the bloodline and the brawling brutes. So hold on for us for one second and we'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. Alrighty. So thanks everyone for joining us still. Um, Survivor Series, the main event. And when you're the bloodline, you're always the main event. And oh, yeah. the there story, was nothing beating this. No. And the story even leading up to it, I think, just made the match better. And you know, you were you know, you were doing your coverage for Wrestling Inc. And I'm curious to see while you were doing the coverage for the Roman match, did uh for the main event, did people did they think Sammy was turning? Like, like, what was, or what did you even, what did you even think was was going to happen? Uh, I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, Ko and Sammy are going to team up and they're going to screw the bloodline stuff like that." I didn't. I knew Sammy was going to stay. Yeah. I just because it's too hot, it's too good right now to break them up. It's too soon. You know, it's over. They people are chanting Usi in the crowd. They're going crazy for Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. They're calling no it a lot. Of... They're really chanting Sami Uso. Yeah, <laughs> it's they're, like they're just. It, it's they're the most over. I hate I hate using the word act, but they're the most over act in wrestling in how long i don't even know it's been forever that wwe has had a group that has been this over it's incredible it's really yeah. is so they, they i knew sammy wasn't gonna evolution i mean I, yeah. especially for a heel group what was the last heel group everybody everybody loved i mean the shield the shield was one of them but i i don't know if they were 
like I didn't I don't know if they had as much fanfare as the bloodline is getting. I mean the fans yeah. they, they kind of were more heel like a heel group where they got booed all the time and so I don't know. But I, I this is just the, the story in this match was incredible with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. That's what I didn't know what they were gonna do. I didn't know how they were gonna execute it. I was like, okay, well, how are they going to do this? Like, are they going to, Sammy just going to, you know, uh, sacrifice himself for somebody or, and I thought the way they did it was perfect. They, you know, Sammy low blows him, low blows Kevin Owens, then has Jey Uso splash him for the pin. And then they hugged afterwards and it was the pop of the night. Yeah. And that, that's good storytelling. That's when you've known you booked it the right way and you told the story the right way. And I think just based off of how that story is going, it's not going to be Sammy turning on them. It's going to be the bloodline turning on Sammy. And the moment that that happens, I think Sammy Zayn becomes one of the biggest baby faces in the company with, if they do it the right way, (laughs) That's where, that is where I would bring a little blood in. Yeah. If you're beating down on Sammy, who's been down since day one, if you beat him down and the mistake isn't even like a costly mistake, it was like something that wasn't that serious, and you just have him get beat down on SmackDown, no one comes to save him. I think right there you have him as like the biggest baby face in the company. That yeah. that's an actual baby face, and I think if that happens, people may believe that he could be the one to take the title off Roman. If if that's it's done the right way, right now that's the conversation right now because you know you, it all relies on the Rock. What's the Rock going to do? Is it going to have a match? Is he you know is he too busy acting, what's going on with him, we don't know. But that's the match that's probably going to happen. Which, okay, well then where does Sammy go from there? And I think we see Sammy Zayn versus Jey Uso. That's what, uh, that's what they're positioning themselves for. They, you know, okay, now Sammy and Jay are friends now, they're cool, everything's fine. Until maybe a few months from now. Maybe the Rumble. Maybe the Rumble, you know, you have Jey Uso eliminate Sammy. Ooh. After, yeah, after two months of them being cool with each other. Then you have, you go to the Rumble and you have Jay eliminate Sammy and it all starts from there. That's, I like that. Because yeah. I've been seeing that as of right now. I don't know who reported it. I don't know. It's definitely not confirmed. But the talk is for the Usos to defend the titles against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Well, that's another That's another one I've heard thrown around. That could happen, too. I'll say it right now. Either we're getting Sami Zayn versus Jey Uso or we're getting that match. That's where I think all of this is leading to. I just don't know if you'd have Rock versus Sammy. Uh, not Rock versus Sammy. Uh, Roman versus Sammy. As I the, wouldn't. 
I don't know if you'd have that as the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> no, but I would. There's only two people taking the belts off Roman, and it's either The Rock or it's Cody. And honestly, I wouldn't even have The Rock do it. I wouldn't want The Rock to, to beat Roman. I want Roman to beat The Rock. But if we're talking about Cody, listen, I'll, you know what I don't want? You know what I don't want? I don't want, I'm going to get the year wrong. Maybe it was 94. I don't want no Luger and Bret Hart both winning at the same time. And there's two winners. One goes to night one and one goes to night two. I don't want that. Hey, they could do that. And you know what? I'm going to clip this if it happens. I don't care that I'm saying I don't want it to happen. If it hap- if it happens, I'm clipping this. I'm going to put it all over. But I don't want to see that. I-, I-, I think that it's such an incredible run that Roman is going on. You'll never see it again. You're never. Never. It's never going to happen again. But at the same time, there's so many other factors that they probably didn't anticipate when they decided that they were going to do this thing with Roman. They had no idea Cody Rhodes was going to leave AEW and sign with the company. That was, I never would have guessed that in a million years that nobody that, 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 that was happening. And then like for the bloodline story to be as popular as it is, I I Dude. think they underestimated how over it was going to be. I think they did too. And that's why they went with this decision and this matter when war games, because they're like, okay, you know, we're selling a lot of merch. We're bringing a lot of viewership, selling tickets. We got to keep this going because this is right now. This is the hottest thing in all of wrestling. And it then is, it, it just—I mean, just, what's the payoff? Like, like, like I know we're like talking is... about being, being surprised and like being excited, but then it's like, so what happens now? Then, you know, well, is, is it Rock? Is, is it Cody? Yeah, like, what happens at the Rumble? It's all questions. I it's. that's why everything's so exciting right now. And I said this earlier, nobody really knows what's going to happen. Yeah. We really don't have predictions. We don't have spoilers, (laughs) spoilers, you know, it's, it's kind of a guess. It's, uh, but I mean, if, if it was me, it'd be Roman or rock. And I don't know what the heck they would do with Cody. I don't know what they're going to do with the Royal rumble. I don't know. I don't, I really don't. I, do you I, you know Rock? what? I love do you it. Have Rock win the Rumble? I don't know. Okay, so the only way the Rock could win the Rumble is if Cody's not in it. Yeah, but then when do you bring Cody back? Well, I mean, if say he's not medically cleared, say there's a setback. Uh, I maybe. feel, I feel like if you're not going to do, and again, this is based off of the press conference Triple H had. If you're not going to bring Money in the Bank back to WrestleMania, if Money in the Bank is going to stay its own uh, event, I think it might. Then I don't see how you can have Cody Rhodes make his triumphant return at the Royal Rumble and not win it. And the Rock. Yeah, I would agree. He has, If he's going to be in the Rumble, he has to win it. Um, but. Then again, like what if you have Rock for Mania? 
what do you do? You have it a triple do the triple threat match then? Do you do Roman Rock and Cody, which wouldn't make sense, but it wouldn't make sense. And or do you do Roman and Cody on night one, and then you do Roman and Rock at night two? Then you also have to take into consideration Stone Cold's going to be on the card somewhere, and I if he's going to be on the card, he's going to be in the main event. You're right. So. Is you know what? Missing puzzle pieces. Fuck it. Cody wins the Rumble. If Rock is going to be there, if Austin's going to be there, bring it back for the fourth time. And let's see <laughs> oh, Rock no. Austin 4. <laughs> I don't think I, I, that would be. The promos that, would be great. That would be insane, but I that would be unbelievable. I don't think they would do Tw- that, but. it's It'll be perfect 20, 20 years later. Wasn't WrestleMania yeah. nineteen? There, yeah, two, the, it was two thousand three. Twenty so. years later, give it to us. WrestleMania thirty, WrestleMania thirty nine. One of the more key matches is The Rock versus Stone Cold. What? <laughs> I, I, that would be unbelievable. But I think it's just too perfect to have not have Rock versus Roman. Yeah, I think that's, that's what we're all building up towards. That's what it's leading to, and you know what. There's there will be a time down the line to do Roman and and Cody. Listen, you know what you could do? You could have you could have Cody win the Rumble, beat Roman in night one for the titles, and then have Rock versus Roman the next night and have Roman beat Rock. So that way, yeah, okay, I lost the titles to Cody. Got a big loss, but hey. I beat The Rock, and I'm still the head of the table. I'm still the tribal chief. You go that route. But then, what do you, then where do you put that match? Both matches are main event matches. Yeah, you put night one, uh, Roman versus Cody for the titles, the main event. And then night two, Rock versus Roman in the main event. And what do you do with, uh, with Austin? If that's, comes back? that's a tough one. I, I'm... Maybe in the middle of the card. Ooh, again, like Scott Hall, twenty years, almost like when he did Scott Hall WrestleMania. Or you could 18. have him. You could have him start the show. You know what? I I, I don't know. That's a tough one. A tough I think one. that there's too many potential matches to have Roman wrestle twice on night one and night two. It's the only way it makes sense because what uh, what do you do with the Rumble then? If Rock's already locked up, uh, Rock, it just Rock wins the Rumble. Then, yeah, but then what do you do with Cody? Cody comes back the night after the Rumble or something, and and confronts the Rock. Or listen, it's it's tough. At, at, the, the good thing is, is that Rollins and was Cody's feud before he got hurt, and yes. that's where I was going with it. I said, well, maybe Cody will come back and him and Seth will have another match for the U.S. title, but now he doesn't even have the U.S. title. So, lots of lots of time to think about it, but... You know what I do oh, boy, I don't know where they're going. You know what? Okay, I get it. I get what Triple H was saying during, you know, the press conference. He mentioned that, um, you know, Helena sells for a blow-off. You know, you can't have yeah. a Hell in a Cell 
as like a regular match, it needs to be the blow off. You know, you challenge someone, you call them out. It's to blow off the feud. With him pretty much confirming that, you know, Elimination Chamber and Money in the Bank are going to stay their own events. I say, fuck it. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Give us the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. Roman beats Rock. Cody then challenges Roman right after. And they could still go 15 minutes, you know? Like, let Roman be the head of the table and and do that. But, uh, I, I you know, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, whatever we're and saying is could be completely wrong, and we have no idea, and it's great. And that's the best part. You know, we don't know. You know, it's not just... You know, it's, it's not a spoiler. We don't know. And that's the best part about all this. Is yeah. It's all kind of just a guess at this point. You know, well, we'll find out when we watch. And that's kind of what wrestling used to be. You know, okay, tune in, find out what happens. Yeah, so, before Facebook, Twitter, and all, and these podcasts, you know, you yeah, you had to like wait the week. You didn't hear about this stuff. You know, you were surprised when someone came back, and I'm sure reports will come for the next, you know, next few months. There will be reports out there, but as of right now, it's exciting. It is. It is exciting, and I want to take a quick break, and then we can get into some exciting AEW news before we wrap things up. Sure. So hold on for a quick second, guys, and we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. Alrighty. So full disclosure, I did not watch Full Gear. I haven't paid for a wrestling pay-per-view since, yikes, um, 2010, eight maybe, wow. 2009. Wow. You know, like I would, like once the network became a thing, to me, I wasn't really paying 10 bucks for pay-per-views a month. I was paying 10 bucks to have all this content. And, you know, I am not going to spend $50, 60 bucks on, on anything. Even if WWE decided they were going to do, you know, do away with the network. Those days for me are long gone. Podcast or right. not. But you are a member of the Wrestling Inc., and yeah. you live tweeted it, and mm-hmm. 
that's how I followed along for most of the time. And I'll let you get into it because you followed it more than I did. I did follow it here and there, and I do have some comments on it, but I'll let you take it away, Sal. I, you know, it was a pretty good show. Um, I did a lot of good storytelling, which in AEW sometimes is a little hard to follow. Um, but I thought they had a pretty good show. The problem with AEW right now is everything's very stagnant. You know, it's yeah. just kind of like, it's just like on a, it's just on a line right now. And, you know, you look at the viewership, you look at the engagements and social media and stuff like that. And you could tell, um, but MJF new champion, which is great. It's, and Regal on his side now turning on and you called that. I, I was so happy when I saw that because that was like the only thing that that I um that I got right, I think, because we all knew, even for someone, even the casual fan right. who doesn't always watch. Like I felt it coming and it was definitely needed. Definitely needed. It was um, needed. Um Regal is just Regal's unbelievable. I mean, just the facial reactions. He's such a good heel. Um, so I, I think everybody kind of saw it coming. Like Regal was yeah. going to do something. Um, but that was good. The match itself, you know, it wasn't over the top great. <laughs> you know, I'm not a. When it comes to Moxley. I like him, but at the, his matches are just the same. You know, it's the same match every time. You know, yeah. you know what you're going to see. You're going to see something on the outside. He's going to put somebody through a table. He's going to start bleeding. It's just the <laughs> – and that's kind of what happened, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But it, the match itself was okay. But it had a big – what I thought was the match of the night, the Elite. Versus the Death Triangle and the Trio's title match. And it was the Elite's return. They're back from the brawl out incident. Um, and boy, oh boy, did that crowd. Yeah. Yep. So that, that, that was, that was incredible. Uh, you know, I, when it comes to the Elite, you know, years ago when I first saw them, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of theirs. I just, their wrestling style wasn't totally for me. Yeah. But as the years have gone on, I've enjoyed more and more of them and changed my opinion. They, I think, you know, their wrestling style still isn't really entirely my cup of tea, but it works for them and it's enjoyable to watch. And, you know, it gets a little silly at times, but, it works for them. They know what they're doing. And I thought it was the match of the night. That well, I think it was the match of the night too. And I like that it's a best of seven. Um, that's cool. It's like a little old schoolish, but yeah. I feel like they're too close together, the seven series uh, of matches. But 
Um, you know, and the, it's the little things too. It's all about presentation, and Triple H knows that the best. And you know, Ladarius was saying when he heard Wayward Son that he popped. And Ladarius, was that when I just played it now, or when the when the Elite uh, returned uh, at uh, full gear? But <laughs> um, it was awesome. I was I wasn't sure. Like I knew two two things had to happen that MJF needed to win the the world title right. and that if the elite came back they didn't have to win the trio titles and um you know was it their match in Chicago yeah they, that was on dynamite last week and boy oh boy was that an interesting crowd they they didn't know what they wanted to chant. So, but before that, when they did return, um, when the elite did come back at full gear, what was the the chance that they were directed oh, toward them? They were. It was all over CM Punk, FCM Punk stuff like that. It was just they chanted Cole Cabana at one point, which I thought was funny. Um, yeah, that could, the AEW crowd right now. I mean, if CM Punk walked into an AEW crowd. He'd need probably need security because they don't like him right now, and you know it, it 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 makes sense. People like AEW because of the elite. You know, yeah, CM Punk brought in a million dollars, the first million dollar gate. He sold more merch than anybody there. He was one of their top stars, but their hardcore AEW audience likes. The Elite, and I mean, the, the, the company's called All Elite Wrestling. I was just you know, going to say so, that, but I was joking. <laughs> uh, it, it, it makes sense, you know, that they would side with the people that brought them all of this instead of the, you know, the disgruntled top star. Even though he is a top star, he, he, he's dollar signs. CM Punk is dollar signs, but, you know, the Elite are special in their own way. You know, they have their own style of wrestling, their own fans, and that's fine. I don't, you know, they get unnecessary hate. The elite or? The elite. All right. The elite, yeah. I feel like they get unnecessary hate because of the fans as well. Because some of these AEW fans are the fucking worst. And if you're one of them, and you're listening, I am 100% talking about you because you can't have a normal conversation with an all-elite wrestling fan. So I avoid it. <laughs> you know what it's like I compare it to? I compare it to baseball. Like how there's Yankee fans and how there's baseball fans that are Yankee fans. They only know one way. And it's right. not the right way. And as a Yankee fan, it's insulting that these fans act the way they do. I'm a baseball fan. I love baseball. I'm a wrestling fan. I love wrestling. If something sucks, I call it out. I do it for both. You do it for both. When you do it about WWE, you really don't get much flack or heat for it. When you do it about AEW, people cry and they get crazy and they start name calling and they start searching through your your profile to like find dirt on you 
So I don't yes. know if, if that's the type of fans that are giving the elite all the hate, but no, what, no, I, I, those are the people that are arguing for them. I would say, you know, the people giving them hate is just, you know, maybe WWE's fans or yeah. old school wrestling fans that think they're just, you know, people that just flip around and do stupid stuff. Probably Which I, you know, it does get. I like I said, it does get silly at times with them, but they're fun matches. They're entertaining, and at, at the end of the day, that's all. That's that's why you watch to be entertained, and I think they do a good job at that. I don't want to say this on the podcast because, kind of like how you don't want to say um, how you don't like using the term talking about the bloodline, how it's an act. Yeah. It's not fake, but it's scripted. And I, I listen. I fucking love it. I love wrestling. You know, I love talking right. about it, doing the podcast. If you take a look, like, let me see. Like, clearly, I'm a, I'm a fan of wrestling because it's like, okay, it's like, what do I need? What do I need this for? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wear a wrestling shirt every time we do the podcast. But like, I know where to draw the line. And I feel like right. that doesn't always happen. And yeah. like people think it's real life. It's not. You know, the situation that went on with Punk and the Elite, probably real. But then it's like... Oh, it's real. I, it's, I'm sorry. The people out there that are saying, you know, oh, it's a work now because the Elite is poking fun of Punk on live television. Guys, it's... That's what I'm they telling do. You, I'm telling you right now. This is not a work. This was never a work. I, I get it. Well, maybe they could turn it into a work in the middle of it. CM Punk is not working with the elite. If CM Punk comes back to AEW, it won't be in a match against the elite. I'm telling I, you right now. Then you know what? Then there's, there's no point in him coming back then. If they're going to leave that is. money on the table, you know what? Buy him out. Buy him out and get rid of the headache. Because you know what? Even if he does go to WWE, which a lot of people are saying, some former employees and Hall of Famers are saying that it's a mistake. You know what? Let that be Triple H's mistake to figure out. I don't think he's needed. I don't think they need the dollar signs because there's just so much baggage that comes along with him. He's such a fucking headache that even yeah, with a cushy deal that out, he got. If you could give him a Goldberg deal and not have to deal with him as much. And, you know, he comes and wrestles for you three, four times a year and you make a boatload of money on, you know, merchandise. Cause he's a big merch seller. He's still a big star. You know, yeah. I, he's not a John Cena type of level star, but he's still a big star. Yeah. If you could do that and you could grab him for a Goldberg deal, oh god, it, it you Triple H would be stupid not to. They'd be bad business. But it's all it he's still with AEW. They didn't buy him out yet. And from what I'm hearing, you know, it's a lot of obstacles to get around that buyout. So 
I don't think we're going to see Punk in a WWE ring anytime soon. No. But no. but the question is, right after Survivor Series, you know, and this could be the last thing to touch up on. Um, you know, Survivor Series was in Boston, and if she's not coming back now, is she ever coming back? I'm talking about Sasha Sasha Banks, yeah. I don't know what she's doing. I, to be honest, I just think she's interested in doing stuff outside of wrestling right now. I, last time I heard there was money, WWE and her were trying to figure out a deal, but uh, something about money, you know, that's what I heard. So, uh, I would say... Maybe she'll be at Mania, or maybe she'll be the Rumble. That's I think that's the place to have her come back. I don't know. I don't know when they bring her back. To be honest, I really don't. I don't. For the people saying, "Oh, she's going to AEW," that's never gonna happen. If it does, I'll come on here and I'll just say, it, "I'd be shocked." That's we will I, relinquish our podcast if that yeah, happens. I'll, it's yeah. never happening. It's it's just not gonna happen, I don't think. But um, we'll see. I don't know. I would give it right now. I'd say it's a sixty percent chance she's at Mania. Just on my gut, my gut feeling says sixty percent chance she's at Mania right now. She'll be at Mania. It is Hollywood, and if that's where she wants to go, it is Hollywood. Two birds, one stars are out. But uh, just to close AEW, um, MGF new champ, that was great. The Elite match was great. Uh, Jamie Hayter, new AEW women's champion. Thunder Rosa got um, her title dropped, so she's no longer the uh, real AEW women's champion. So there's no more interim stuff. There never should Jamie be Hader ever. Jamie Hayter never should have happened either. So... Um, there was that Samoa Joe's new TNT title, uh, TNT champion. Don't know where they're going with Wardlow. They've just boxed He's that up right to WWE. That's where I would. That's where I would. My <laughs> God, Triple H could do wonders with him, and Tony Khan is just. I don't know. I don't. This. He has gold. It's like he has gold right in front of him, and it's just like he doesn't want it. He doesn't want that gold. I don't get so it. Let's just put it back. Ugh. So I don't. It was, but it was a good pay per view. I thought it is, and I'm gonna show you this one. Ladarius gave you some props. Great work, Thanks, Sal. Yeah, Ladarius is like our number one fan. You know, yeah. Ladarius is he still the reigning trivia champion? It's been a while. It's been a since very we've done long it. time. I'm gonna I have to go. Might be. I'm gonna have to go back and check the records, but. Ladarius always giving us love. Greatly appreciate it. Said that um, great work by Sal covering AEW full gear. Ladarius is a better man than I am because he actually <laughs> purchased the pay-per-view and watched it and followed along with Sal's tweets. So Thanks, Ladarius. Thank you, Ladarius. We appreciate that. And you could also do your part by following Sal on the Wrestling Inc. Twitter page for a Monday Night Raw tonight. Yeah. And, you know, I just got the email a little while ago. Raw preview. Becky Lynch kicks off a special 
commercial-free first hour of Raw. Yes, I heard about that a few hours ago. Raw will be commercial-free for the first hour. Which doesn't make any sense, because I think the Monday Night Football game is a snooze fest anyway. It's what, the Steelers and... Well, you know, I'm even more... <laughs> I don't know, but even more of a reason for people to tune in. You there know? you go. So make it's sure you an do hour your part. free of commercials. Which means it's just going to be an hour nonstop of you tweeting. So we got to yeah. make sure that you yeah, rest no those break. fingers and you're ready to go. So yeah. I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The Colts and the Steelers. That's definitely a snooze fest. Yeah. And hopefully. Ross ratings will be up. Yeah, Ross Wadens will be up, and hopefully Nigel Harris's uh, fantasy points are down, so I can continue <laughs> to run my fantasy league and be head of the table with a eight and three record, nine and three after tonight. So there we go. Lots of big things happening tonight. Uh, make sure you tune in to Sal for live tweets on Monday Night Raw, and thanks for joining. Thanks, Ladarius, and. Take care, everybody. We will see you soon. Peace out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 